back to getting along with me Noah Hill I am your host and your friend guys we made it I fucking finished finals finally today I just submitted my last one and I literally feel lighter like I had more energy to go do stuff after school today I went grocery shopping got a car wash I even woke up earlier today than my alarm to get an extra workout in and went grocery shopping before school too just to grab the most insane purchase at fucking 6 45 in the morning i went to the grocery store today this morning to get protein powder because when i was making my smoothie today i was like oh fuck i don't have protein powder i have been meaning to get some but i'm a big fan of a bit of a sidebar trying new protein powders new supplements that you know, may or may not work for me. So I've been using this one protein powder, just hemp vanilla protein powder from Trader Joe's. And I wanted to try something new because I felt like there was more I could be getting in terms of nutrition and supplements and vitamins and minerals for my body. So I wanted to research new ones to buy for my shakes in the morning. So I'm researching this morning and I find this Garden of Life organic protein and greens protein slash supplement powder. Haven't tried it yet, but I'm very stoked to. I'm a big fan of, like I said, trying new supplements that may or may not work for me. That's how I discovered like liquid IV, turmeric capsules, ashwanga drops. I guess you could call it comes in like this little bottle and it's like a tincture. You just you know, put some in your mouth toward the end of your day when you're getting ready for bed and you are going to get the best night's sleep you have ever gotten. Anyhow, so at the grocery store and I'm looking around, it's like, again, 6.45 in the morning and I get, you know, this big fucking thing of protein powder. I don't even know if I like it yet. So it's, it's a, quite a commitment, honestly. And I go to check out and all of the workers and other shoppers uh, are looking at me like an insane person because I'm dressed in like my normal dress clothes, but like they're just looking at me like I'm about to go home and fucking snort this thing and then go do another workout. But I thought that was funny. I got a kick out of it today. But quarter's done. I feel so relieved. I just worked out again and made dinner. So I'm really looking forward to having dinner. I made this giant fucking Dutch oven full of pesto that's going to be amazing. I put broccoli in it, roasted garlic. So it's like really garlicky and it's almost like a paste when you roast garlic. And it just makes it that much better. And it's not so harsh compared to like just sauteed garlic. And then also portobello mushrooms. I almost opted for portobello and maybe shiitake mushrooms, but I ultimately just decided to go with portobello caps. So super stoked on that. And it's a good day, guys. Like I woke up this morning very motivated and I just tunnel vision in a good way. I was just so laser focused on getting this final done, putting my best effort into it and just being on break finally. I mean, quote unquote break, because I have like 
both photography and electrical jobs coming up from like August to September because I like money and I'm saving up for a Leica. Like I could technically afford it now, but I would rather not like blow all my savings and, you know, have it go low again. So for me, it's like, this is, I'm not a financial advisor, so don't take my advice like to heart, but this is just for me. Whenever I'm saving up for something big and I don't want to put it on like a credit card or anything like that, I will save up for it, but I'll usually double what I'm supposed to save. So let's say I have to purchase something that's $6,000, I will save up $12,000. So that way it's almost like it never left, if that makes sense. And plus, like, God forbid something happens after I buy that, I still have like a little bit of cushion to lean on. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm looking to buy a Leica, a film camera specifically, just because I love my Nikon FM, but I feel like I've been a photographer for a long enough time and really just, I'm ready for like my one and done camera pretty much. Like, I think I'm just going to get that a 50 mil lens and maybe a 28 and just call it a day. So I'm really looking forward to that. Anyhow. So finals are done. I got my car back. I mentioned that in the last episode or two episodes ago, I believe. And what else is new with me? I have no notes for this episode, by the way. So this is probably going to be a bit of a rambler. But yeah, I might be going to Portland on toward the end of the month with my dad and my brother since we all have it off. That'll be exciting. And yeah. What else? Oh. I have been wanting to talk about this ever since I watched it. It's not my first time I watched it, by the way. But yesterday, I just rewatched Mean Girls. And I'm not going to lie, I do truly love that movie. I think it's well-written. It is absolutely hilarious. And I think, the jokes aside, Mean Girls gives a really interesting insight, not only to high school, but just the human psychology and sociology behind fitting in and trying to get along with one another and trying to relate to one another because this might turn into a film talk honestly so you haven't seen it lindsay lohan main star moves from africa to the us of a and attends a public school for the first time as a junior and so public school is very new to her she's not familiar with the cliques or you know social norms in terms of public school and she gets in with the popular girls, also known as the plastics. And she gets in with them because, oh God, I'm going to, Janice is her name. Because Janice is trying to get back at Regina George, the quote unquote ringleader of the plastics. So that's her little log line, but it's a bit of a summary here. But what I find so interesting about it is how really layered everything is because when you really think about it and this is the way i see it poor katie lindsay lohan's character was really just trying to make friends and please two different people and fit in she's trying to please janice because janice was like her first friend and then she was also trying to please regina because regina just has this air about her where people feel like they need her approval. So in reality, the whole thing between Janice and Regina is like this big game of chess 
and poor Katie just ends up being one of the pieces at both of their disposal. And it isn't until the end of the film where, you know, Katie is totally more self-aware and changed by not feeling the need to fit in in her teacher, played by Tina Fey. She doesn't need to fit in or please other people. She just needs to be happy and comfortable in her own skin. And there's this really great line in there. And it's toward the end where she says, just because you call someone fat doesn't make you any more skinny. Just because you call someone dumb doesn't make you any more smarter. And I think that really speaks to everybody because I feel like more times than not, and I'm totally guilty of this, where oftentimes we will subconsciously start judging people or comparing ourselves to them just because of the way we're raised and especially social media, you know, usually social media is just a platform where people can flex. Oh, look at me on this beautiful trip. Look at me, my significant other. Look how happy we are. Look at me, you know, traveling and being living my best life. And I think that's great to an extent. Don't get me wrong. I think that's great to post those really positive things and, and excuse me, really, you know, share that positivity rather than these like nasty comments that I see sometimes. So, but at the same time, what I also find fascinating is Janice and Regina both know that they themselves are mean and judgmental, but Katie doesn't see herself that way until she's in the thick of it and she's trying to hide it from everybody and Janice calls her out. She's like, you know, I may be a bitch, but at least I know I'm one. I don't think that's entirely how the line goes, but you get what I'm saying. So I think that was really great. I truly think Tina Fey, the writer, really understands the way humans interact. Like Not only girls, but just the way humans interact and how we can relate to one another and how at the same time we can also be the meanest, the nastiest, you know, do the ugliest things to one another. And, oh my god, I feel like my neck has to crack. Nothing. Anyways. But, I really think, if you haven't seen Mean Girls, that's going to be my recommendation for this episode, is to watch Mean Girls, because the more you watch it, there's a lot of subtext in the dialogue that the characters are saying. Like, when Regina finds out that Katie likes her ex-boyfriend Aaron Samuels she's like oh aren't you mad that so-and-so told me and she's like oh I can be a good friend and talk to you and then but within that dialogue there are layers to being like this is what she really means and you can really pick up on that and Tina Fey is really good at writing that so that the audience can figure it out rather than having it be spoon-fed to us and just having it be said on the nose, like, very overtly. So, you haven't seen it, highly recommend watching Mean Girls. It's on Netflix. And I feel like in one way or another, we can all relate to it. I remember when I was in high school, I really felt like at one point I was the center of drama where I would just be walking down the hallways and people would you know, be staring at me, talking about me, you know, to whoever they're walking with. And I hated it. Like, 
I'll just give the full kind of spark notes of the story. Essentially, when I was a sophomore year in high school, my first partner had cheated on me when we were quote unquote off, but we weren't. She was not acting like we were off. Like, from my understanding, where I was coming from, we were together, but in her mind, we were not. And we went to a birthday party. I left. And then I got a text message the next day saying, oh, you know, I saw so-and-so, you know, making out with this other person. And I was really deeply hurt by that, that someone could be that mean, that cruel, and truly be neglectful for how I feel. And it was a really big shock to me. This is all going to come full circle in a second. So I'm a mess when I find this out because it's the first time I'd ever been cheated on. And I'm going to be really vulnerable with you guys. At the time, I was in a really rough spot with like my home life, my social life, not having very many friends, this toxic relationship, and really struggling to find who I, who I was or was supposed to be, quote unquote. And so a lot of the time I would just turn to like drugs and self-harm etc. So, you know, when I was going through that, I definitely harmed myself quite a bit, unfortunately, because I didn't, I honestly didn't know how to deal with something like that. And unfortunately, from the dynamic of our relationship, I just thought that was normal. Like I thought, oh, you know, you're supposed to love somebody, even if they hurt you this bad. Or, oh, I don't know how to express my feelings, so I'm going to hurt myself instead. Thankfully, though, like, it's been quite a few years since all that's happened, and I've self-harmed. So, scar tissue, not as prominent as it once was. But I remember going to school, like, that Monday when I just didn't know... I didn't even want to be at school. I almost asked my mom if I could just stay home. I didn't tell her what was going on at the time. I just told her, oh, you know, I'm not doing okay. Or, oh, you know, we're off at the moment. You know, my my ex and I at the time, I was like, oh, we're just off for now. But I could tell my mom definitely sensed there was like something more to what was going on. Anyways, so I went to school. And I just remember walking through the halls with my hood on, my earbuds in. Gotta feel burp. Excuse me. And just looking like straight at my shoes the entire time. And you know when you can just feel that someone or a group of people are staring at you? Well, that's how my entire day was. Like, I would go to class crying. Or like, you know, with the evidence that I had been crying, you know, where my eyes are very red and you know the tear streams are still faintly there so and I didn't really have a ton of friends at the time you know I was really hurt and this is about to blow up into an insane story slash tangent so you know going to class was really rough etc rewind just a little bit to at the party there's this guy there who is dating my former friend we will call her brooke he was dating brooke and i had went to school with this gentleman middle school with this gentleman 
And when he comes to school on Monday, I find out Brooke, quote unquote, his gal at the time had just cheated on him as well. So I remember it was after school and he came up to me asking how I was doing and just checking in. I got to vent to him quite a bit because him and I both just felt like we were kind of the talk of high school. It just felt like, you know, upperclassmen, lowerclassmen, people in our grade knew about it, you know. And the girl, the gal I was seeing at the time, she was a junior, so yeah. Lo and behold, that guy is Umberto, and I feel like I've talked about him on this podcast before, but he has been my best friend ever since then. We, you know, we get along really well together. He's a Capricorn. But that moment, that moment of just sharing that pain was something unreal. Like, pain can really bring two people close together like they never had before still best friends and we still talk to this day he is honestly a brother to me and i'm very grateful for that so i can understand to an extent what it's like to have those rumors and um such floating around about you yeah on a bit more of a positive note I just got back my film scans that I had dropped off. I just developed like, I want to say five or six rolls of film. And they turned out great for the most part, I should say. It was three rolls of 35 millimeter film, one in black and white, or no, sorry, two in black and white and then one in color. And then I also dropped off two disposable film cameras. So six, yeah. And they turned out great. Like, I love getting film scans back. It just feels like Christmas morning and you're just going through. It's taking you back to that moment in time. You know, you're laughing and smiling about the photos you took or just the memories tied to them. So really looking forward to posting those and just tweaking them just ever so slightly. I got them back from my birthday party from when I, you know, my Leavenworth trip. And I'm very excited to potentially make like a small little photo book of everything just because to me, I feel like when you print something, it just makes it that much more tangible, that much more real. Like, don't get me wrong. I feel like digital is great for storing things for the most part, but at the same time, all too many times they can just get lost and kind of disappear forever. Whereas with film or at least something physical, you know, you can hold on to it, you can feel it, you can touch it, you know, and it'll be something cool to dig up like years down the line and be like, oh yeah, I remember when I took these when I was 21, you know, for my birthday party, we went to Leavenworth, you know, Tori, Simon, my brother and Umberto was there. So yeah. And that's not just for film photography specifically. I think, think if you're a digital photographer, printing your work is equally as important. But we're going to do a shameless plug here on the top of photography. If you are a senior or just want any portraits done, you know, I recommend reaching out to me ASAP. My books are filling up very fast and I would love to work with you, love to meet with you, shoot some film, shoot some digital, have a good time, grab some coffee. Yeah. Hello at Noah, 
hillphotography.com. Reach out. Let's chat. So, yeah. What else is new in my life, Noah? Been journaling a lot more lately, too. I feel like, you know, since my car had been gone and I've been stressed out with finals, I never really got a chance to journal as much. I'm also going to cross off my to-do list here really quick. Let's listen to some, some crispy journaling ASMR. That's me checking off my to-do list for the day. But this is a, this is a wild fucking episode, guys. <laughs> Anyways, what the fuck was I talking about journaling? That's right. So I've been journaling a lot more lately, and I should say getting back into it, honestly. And usually now that I, I set aside time to write about my day, my feelings, I will fill up no joke like a page and a half to two pages every time I journal and it just feels so freeing to be able to get everything out you know for better or for worse and I think this point in my life I'm very happy and grateful with where I'm at everything I've been through all the people I've met the people you know who have loved and supported me you know for better or for worse I should say through the good times and the bad. That sounds better. But yeah, you know, and just being able to reflect on my life now, I'm grateful for my work ethic. You know, just being, I got my finals done. I'm not even kidding in like six hours. No, not six hours. Four hours, which is really fucking impressive to me because it was a Photoshop final and then I had a a missing assignment that I had to catch up on because I wanted to do my final first. I might share that with you guys one of these days. We'll see. And what else did I get to do? I got to do a TV bumper. So you guys remember those old, like, MTV bumpers? Like, uh, it would show the MTV logo and, like, some weird animation would happen. Or you're watching Nickelodeon and some real footage would be shot. And, like, the Nickelodeon blimp would fly across the screen. Or the better one, or probably one most of you know, was I'm so-and-so and you're watching Disney Channel. That's a TV bumper. So my job for my one of my finals was to create a TV bumper in After Effects. What I did was, I know for a fact I'm not a visual effects artist by a long shot. And I really know photography and video. So what I did was I went out and shot all these different things related to digital media. The prompt was College Vision. And it's supposed to be a made up, you know, TV network for my school. What I did was I filmed different elements of people doing things for digital media. So I did someone, a shot of someone taking a photo, someone operating a broadcast camera, illustrating, animating, editing, and there was one more. I think that was it actually. So I did all of, I shot all of those things in one day and I used After Effects to add these different effects in, different sound effects, and really dialed it in so that it flowed really well. Because for a TV bumper, you have like 15 seconds max. And for me, I knew what my strengths were, so I kind of played to them by shooting everything for real and then using the program to enhance it. I'm very proud of that. Then my last final, I should the last one I'm talking about, I should say, was 
a animation. And after taking this animating quarter, I have a lot of respect for animators. Not that I didn't beforehand. This shit is on another fucking level. Let me tell you. Animating? Sure. You can learn it. But me animating? It is so goddamn tedious. I also feel like Adobe Animate actively works against you so that you cannot get shit done. I kid you not, there are tools in this program to help you quote unquote work faster, but every time I would try to apply a tool, use a tool, something would fucking break and I, I would get frustrated, try to undo it. Something else would break and I would just say, I'm starting over. This is ridiculous. What I did was you had to animate a bouncing ball. It was a bit more of an ad for like the digital media animation program. And you got to animate this bouncing ball, have this text on screen, create a background, etc. So what I did was I animated the ball by hand, drawing almost every single frame this ball did. And then I cut out the ball in After Effects and I put a background in this composite of a photo I took of the school. So now the ball comes in to frame, bounces on school grounds, splats on the screen, text shows, you're set. This is another example of me playing to my strengths. Good photographer, so I shot a background plate. Decent at Photoshop, so I made my own bumper. I did not want to use Animate to build all of this, so I just did a, used Animate to build the bare bones of the ball bouncing. And then I created everything else using like Photoshop, After Effects, and Premiere, which was super helpful. I would say that would be the biggest takeaway of this podcast. Use your strengths. I should say play to your strengths. If you're good at illustrating and you have a photography assignment or like a graphic design assignment, predominantly you should probably be drawing. So, yeah. That took... So I shot everything for my TV bumper and edited it in one day. And then the bouncing ball one, that was also one full day. So, and then to get this Photoshop superhero poster done took me like four hours on top of a missing assignment. So very proud of that. Very proud of my work ethic, honestly. Anyhow, so I feel like that's going to wrap up this episode you know, a bit more of a catching up episode. I hope you guys are doing well. Feel free to DM me any comments or questions, topics you want me to cover. I'm always so down to do that. People you may, maybe I'll try to have another guest on here. Maybe it'll be one of my classmates. Maybe it'll be another one of my friends. I feel like the one with Tori got pretty good reception. So we'll see how it goes. Honestly, no promises, but what's my recommendation? Oh yeah, I was watching Mean Girls. My journal prompt is going to be, let me think here for a hot second. A little finger tapping ASMR for you guys. My journal prompt is, what can you do to feel lighter? Whether that be decluttering your closet, deleting files on your laptop and phone, getting shit done to just be lighter mentally like what is it you can do to feel lighter you know if you gotta declutter or purge like your closet go for it by all means I feel like when you write about it it's going to be on your mind and it's going to give you more motivation to do it so that is the episode guys thank you so much for hanging out i hope you have a good day night afternoon whenever you're listening to this
I love you guys so much, and I'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Thank mm-hmm. you.